Pods Ganta, June <clears throat> 25th, 2019. This will forever be known as the Salad Show. <laughs> Jesus. Because I'm currently eating a salad. Don't worry. What's on your salad? It won't Give last. Give me some the whole salad show. deets. Lettuce. So I got the I got the baby spring mix with some oh. spinach, organic. Spinache. That's how I roll. <clears throat> yeah, that's not how you roll. I mean, it might be tonight, but that's not how you roll in general. No, organic lettuce is how I roll. Nothing else organic, pretty much ever in my life. But organic lettuce for sure. I also have. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Why organic lettuce for sure? Just because it's always on sale. Oh, okay. And it's good. I mean, I'm sure the regular... Wood bowl? I am. It's an an Ikea wooden bowl. I'm sure it's actually called a Spaldar or something. I don't know. Slurgenflad. But it's from Ikea. The problem is... Here you go. Pro tip. Do not wash these in the dishwasher. Yeah, I'm sure Because the heat of the water warps the wood. Of the water? I think those aren't supposed. To, those probably aren't Heat supposed water. to be used. No. They're probably just like display bowls. Display my bowl. No, they were in the section everyone. that was definitely for usage. Anyway, because now they have like little gaps in them. We probably need yeah. to go get some more. But they're perfect you size for salads. You need to <laughs> and wash them. Any wood thing, of course, it's gonna fucking separate you, dumbass. I'm just too lazy to wash stuff by hand. Obviously. Check and check. Yes, anyway. I understand. I knew you'd be able to relate. So Are you being too lazy to wash by hand? I wash shit by hand all the time. Well, you have kids. That's not fair. Because you have experience washing like bottles and shit, right? Oh, my God. Yes. Four yeah. billion bottles. You separate from the top, separate from the bottom... Oh Put the little God. brush so in there. Pieces to motherfucking bottles. Jesus. I mean, you don't do that anymore, I imagine. No, but. no, no, no. But I did a solid four-year stint of washing bottles hmm. every night. And now you've I mean, graduated. Wife did all the heavy lifting, but washing bottles sucks. Because the bottles we had, most bottles have... One, two, three, four, five, five, six pieces. Wow. That's a lot. Cap, nipple, ring, inner ring, bottle itself. Wait, there's a nipple ring in a bottle? Oh, cap, uh, nipple, nip- ring. There's cap, a comma. Not nipple ring, yeah. I mean, you could put a nipple ring in the bottle, I guess, if you wanted. That's a choking hazard, Todd. Don't be an idiot. Well, it's in the bottle. Kids are smart nowadays. They can unscrew it and drink it. No. Bottle, bottle feeders aren't unscrewing anything. It's like the tequila worm. Do they want to get down to that worm. Coladas. Anyway, back to my salad, which is what everyone's mm-hmm. interested in. Oh, yeah. We got organic lettuce. So the organic spring mix and spinach. Then we got... Wait, and spinach? Are those two separate lettuces? No. It's the same lettuce container. Catch all. It includes... It's a mix of spinach and spring mix, yes. And baby leaf. Baby leaf. All about that baby leaf, for sure. Um, I also have some some cut-up cucumber with skin. Jamie takes the skin off. Sliced long ways or in rounds? 
No, sliced. Um, what do you call it? Perpendicular when it's just, to the to the yes, winger shape. Perpendicular to the shaft, then cut up into quarters and dropped oh, in. Jesus. Like Wait, so. Why quarters? Is it a thick cucumber or something? It's pretty. I mean, it's it's huge. It's huge. Like it's a huge, so wait, wait. Thick, it's a 10 incher. Your, your fiance. Yeah. Your fiance. Uh, peels cucumbers for herself, presumably because cucumber skin can be bitter, but leaves them skinned for you. You get right. the uncircumcised version. There's no breast for my cucumbers, buddy. I leave it okay. on. So, cukes, what else? Cukes, we got some cut up tomatoes. Tiny little okay. cherry tomatoes. Very delicious. Wait, you cut up cherry tomatoes? Just cut them in half. Okay. So that you can spike them with the fork and they don't squirt everywhere. Gotcha. Not, no, not um, tomato bombs like they can sometimes be. No, no tomato bombs. We have slivers of carrots. So it's baby carrots cut up into like thirds. Or? Can you see this? Oh, you cut. Yeah, no. I can see it. Our listeners. Jamie does the slivering. Slivered? You can imagine. Yes. Slivered carrots. We don't always Big have a slivered carrots. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind that's, of like a little treat. A plus. For salad night. Uh-huh. Um, something you would definitely not add to your salad. Chunks Bacon. of cooked chicken. No, cooked chicken. That's the protein okay. in tonight's salad. It's how, uh, Tyson's it chicken. Is this roasted or microwave? It's cooked in, cooked in the toaster oven. For about 20 minutes. And then you cut it up okay. into bite-sized pieces. Slice and dice. Slice and dice. Okay. Um, I have cheese. A little bit of cheese sprinkled on top. It's a Mexican cheese mix that we use for just about everything. I mean, I, okay. I put it on my cereal accidentally before because I'm just so used to putting it on things. Oh. So a little nice. cheese sprinkled on top of the salad. Cheese. Um, gotcha. I put, I put craisins in mine. Jamie's not uh-huh. a Craisins fan, but I am. What? No, um, calm the fuck. Who is not a Craisins fan? Not in salad. Like she doesn't. Candy. She doesn't mind Craisins. She just doesn't like them. She doesn't like the sweetness. To your point, um, of being candy in salad. So no aromatics, no onions, no celery, no no garlic. Hate onions. I don't mind celery, but it's kind of a non-factor. I mean, how about shallots? I would only. What do I live in a mansion? No, <laughs> I would only put any any radish slices in there. No, no radish, no beets. I would only put so we're celery. Done, we're done with the dry ingredients. Yeah, I would only put celery in here if I needed a crunch. But there's so much crunch with the cuke and the lettuce itself Wait, that no I don't need in the salad. salad. Hate nuts in a salad. What? I want to feel Got safe. Here. Hear me out. This makes sense. Safe. Food talk. 2019. I want to feel safe biting down hard on every item in my salad, knowing it's not going to ram itself up into a potential future cavity in my teeth. And I can't do that if I got like pine nuts or almonds or whatever the hell else you would put on a salad. What's an almond? Almond. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people incorrectly pronounce it as an almond. It's an almond. Wait, pine nuts are like the chewiest nut in the world. They're not going to spike your gums. Yeah, but they got hard angles, man. There's 90 degree angles in nuts. Um, Popcorn kernel, but softer and slightly longer. 
dangerous. Okay, so what's what's the dressing? Let me guess. Ranch. Wrong. Uh, then it's going to be Italian or some sort of wrong vinaigrette. No. What are well, we doing? Thousand Island French. No, you you were close to the vinaigrette. You didn't you didn't finish that thought. It's a creamy balsamic vinaigrette. Okay. Got to be creamy though. I don't like Why? the splashy vinaigrette. Splashy vinaigrette has too much like alcohol. It hits the back of my throat. I cough. Ruins the meal. No, no alcohol. It's fucking vinegar, you dumb. Feels man. like it. It's fermenting. <laughs> it's not fermented either. You don't know. This is you don't the know how I store salad my salad. I've ever heard. All right, smartass. Describe a perfect salad for you. Oh, there's so many options. Also, first of all. Don't be racist in my salad selection. <laughs> what makes it a white salad? You saying what? Got, what would got fucking? Uh, what would be a multicultural cheese, salad? Bagged pre-shredded cheese. I guess all salads okay, so what? feel pretty white to me, but I don't know. You could have a crumble, a blue cheese, a feta, blue cheese, apple, and uh, craisins. Pretty tasty. Put a little. Uh, pecans in there or pecans depending on where you're from okay mm. Ooh, by the way nothing hazelnuts also good wow you're continuing to prove my point nothing is whiter than everything you just said put a little <laughs> blue cheese crumble on your salad maybe a little toasted no, pecan tasty. I, I mean i don't know why you can only way. purchase those items in a country club what the hell are you talking about i have no. a white salad yeah. my salad has culture man I got cucumbers with skins. Fucking Mexican cheese on it. And the Mexican cheese, quote, which is excellent. Quote, Mexican cheese, just no. It's called Mexican cheese. Jack. Yeah, I know what it's called. It is called Mexican. Okay, okay. Kraft has deemed it Mexican. It's not cotija or anything like you would find it, like a. No, it's Hispanic it's Safeway brand or anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure I'm not doing Kraft. I'm not buying name brand cheese. That's what am I, a rich white man? Deal. Don't answer that. Anyway. Oh, my God. So what else would you put in your salad? Well, sure. well the things I mentioned. I like to make my own mm. oil and vinegar dressing. Okay. Some fresh cracked pepper. A little salt. That's a very urban thing. Making your own dressing. And fresh cracking your pepper. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I like a lot of pepper in my salad. <laughs> Call my fucking salad white. <laughs> You're I mean, making your own dressing. Yeah. So blue wait, cheese that, crumbles. This is, a, this, this is a good transition. It's not making my own dressing is pouring a little bit of or a fair amount of vinegar. I'm not saying it's hard to do. Dash of olive oil. Um, because I like the vinegar, the fermented part, as you would say. Mm-hmm. I had I had something to transition to, but never mind. It's not important. No, I want to hear it. No, I don't. Oh, stop. you forgot what it was. Um, no, oh, okay. I. Eh, I was thinking yeah. of. Nah, we'll leave it alone. Um, there was something. Is it food related? Because everybody loves our food conversations. NBA is shit. And everybody hates it. But. No, we can. T I I can bring up some more food. Let's see what else. So, do you okay. do a crouton or a bread with your salad, or just straight? You know, greens and when meat? available. When available, I'll throw a crouton on there, or a crutton as I call them. Um, but I you often like the big chunky croutons or the little little no, squares. No, I, pref I prefer the smaller ones. And and I can't Would think you of like a, a homemade crouton. It's got a little chew to it along with the crunch. 
I don't know what you mean by homemade crouton, but I do love. I was that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I do love well, the chewy so bag croutons. The no. homemade ones are made from like day old bread that are less right. crunchy generally. The chewy crouton with like a hint of crunch on the outside, but it's like once you get inside, it's nice and chewy texture. That yeah, is the got bomb, a man. Oil soaked in there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me more. <laughs> Loving it. So, do you like? Uh, so those are generally larger croutons. The ones that have Generally, a bit of chew to them. That's a fair point. Size doesn't matter to me when it comes to the crutton. It's more about the, the texture and the ability to, to to chew into it. Get that soft chewy middle. It's like a it's like a high chew or a starburst or something. Mm, Those are amazing. High chew. That's tasty. Not too many times that you can get a high chew. They're pretty popular out here for some reason. Right. Popular Maybe as much as I, I see them. The Mountain West is is the I'm telling you, it's the chew. mecca. It's the mecca of the high chew. <clears throat> anyway, highly recommended. So all that stuff. Again, I would not put that on Starburst. There, shut up for a second. They're Starburst mini bites. Have you seen these? I have. Uh, unwrapped and in little squares, smaller than a full size. They're probably a third the size, I would guess. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Do not have gelatin in them, but the full size Starburst do. I don't know why. Very weird. Oh boy. Because I don't need things fan. with gelatin in them. Right. So the mini Starburst, pretty, pretty tasty. How many bags have you gone through since yesterday? Oh, n- none. I, where do we have them? I think we had, oh, when, uh, around Easter time, the girls got some oh. bags of, or well, actually we went to Target after Easter and they had some like Starburst jelly beans. Yeah. And I didn't notice that they were... I looked at the ingredients and there's no gelatin, so I was like, yes. And they were like a nickel a bag. These are normally like a dollar. Right. Like, they were, they were extremely cheap. <clears throat> so I bought a, f- a few dozen. No, I bought like three or four bags of those mm-hmm. um, and had some. But they had the mini chews in them, which I did not realize because they had jelly beans and mini chews in the bag. I just didn't notice that. I thought it was just jelly beans. But again... They don't. They don't have gelatin in them. Was this an Easter-specific so. product? That was because it was the the mix that of jelly was. beans okay. and mini chews. But I think yeah, I never. Them, I think they're called mini chews. I don't. I'll look it up now. No, the mini chews are definitely year-round. I actually recently bought on uh, on Friday. Actually, I bought a bag of the mini Reeses, like they're uh, tiny they're little bites. Minis, Same thing, guess, like in a big Ziploc bag. Chews. But they're delicious. The Reese's. Fuck, no, but I'm sure the Mini Chews are too. Oh no, I think the of- official name is Mini Fruit Chews Candy. Hmm. Those are good. But it's definitely a Starburst product, right? Yeah, I don't understand why, like, why the recipe is different. Also, once you've had the Minis, I don't know why you'd go back to the full-size Starburst because you don't have to unwrap them. You can right. just shove as many of those in your face as you want. And there's no no work involved. Well. It's speed control. That's one of the good things about Starburst and some other candies <laughs> is you have to unwrap it, and it slows you down. And you don't eat as much. Okay, that's fair. But if you're going for again pure flavor, right? Input into your face. Go for the volume minutes. intake, which is right up your alley. You would definitely go it with is. the mini chews. I agree. Well, it's interesting. Like, I think we might have talked about this on Food Talk before, but. Um, Apparently, Skittles have different flavors. I guess Starburst do, too. 
Um, hmm. I I sort of knew that, but to me, there's only one flavor of Skittles. It's just jamming a handful into your mouth. I don't eat them separately. I don't understand. Right. People are like, oh, the conglomerate. Like yeah. um, if you put them all in at the same time, they just taste like quote unquote Skittles because then you don't have to differentiate. You can, you know, tweak the ratios if you really wanted to, but when you have 30 or 40 in your mouth, good God, <laughs> at a time, it tastes like Skittles. This won't, this won't surprise you. We have 100% talked about this. We may have talked about this multiple times. <laughs> I think we have talked about it more than once. Because <clears throat> I know we did a favorite candy right? show. Um, I, I Sometimes... But I'll throw a three or four Wait, group do you eat the coupling grouping in a in a group. Now people have very strong ne- opinions about Starburst flavors. I feel like. Oh, I agree. I like, only like the pink ones. Isn't that? I mean, that is that the, the best flavor. Consensus favorite. What, what flavor is that? Strawberry. It's strawberry. Okay. That's weird because I don't feel like strawberry candy is typically a a pack leader. I can't, I can't think of anything else where it's like, oh, strawberry's hmm. the best. I, I don't I don't feel like there's a ton of strawberry flavored candies though. It's not represented. Twizzlers are strawberry. Lollipop. But most most Twizzlers there you go. are cherry. No, Twizzlers are strawberry. No. We had up. this conversation too. Uh, oh, they ha- We had a Twizzlers versus <laughs> Red Vines conversation. We talk about the flavor. I guarantee it's strawberry. Yeah, but they're cherry flavored. Um, some of them are, but uh, they have the little hard candies that come in a wrapper that looks like a strawberry with a green foil, and it's red on the oh, bottom. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! And it has like a gooey. gooey the hard center. candy with like it's like a gooey center. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's good stuff. Let's see. So tw- some Twizzlers are flavored as strawberry. Uh, other red licorice can. Be. I feel like you're just reading something from your own mind. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm looking at this candyfavorites.com. Hmm. Um, there's some Zots strawberries. I do like a Zots. What the hell's a Zot? It's so you. Uh, Is it's it like a, dot? a hard candy, but it has little like. It's almost like pop rocks. It's sort of like bubbles in your mouth. They sort of leak out of the middle of it. It sounds gross, but it's really tasty. They kind of fizz really? in your mouth. You've had them before. Okay. Um, so yeah, it looks like mostly licorice. Oh, white strawberry banana gummy bears. That sounds disgusting. That sounds super gross. There's some gummy strawberry cake puffs. That also sounds kind of gross. Oh, nerds grape and strawberry. I guess that's the classic nerds combo. Oh yeah. I just I the just half thought and it half was box. Pink, pink and grape, but yeah. <clears throat> and then Dum Dums makes a strawberry flavored. Okay. My salad is officially done. I think there. Let's see. Also, strawberry gum. I don't feel like that's something you come across very often. Big Mentos League Chew. Strawberry. Strawberry rock candy. That sounds good. I get down with that. Hmm. They make a strawberry Charleston chew. That sounds disgusting. I don't, I don't know that I even know what a Charleston Chew is. Uh, it's like a big nougat candy bar, I think, typically. I mean, I'm familiar with it. I've seen it, but I just I can't. I think the center is all white nougat. I don't know, like that. Huh. 
let's get down the rabbit hole of candy descriptions <laughs> for 47 minutes and then just call it a pod. Um, yeah, that sounds good. That's what people want to hear. Charleston Chew is a candy bar consistent of flavored nougat covered in chocolate flavor coating. It doesn't say chocolate coating. It says chocolate flavor coating. But it has a. it's definitely like a pure white nougat. It's not like the chocolatey nougat in many candy bars, like a... Oh, uh, you're right. I can picture it now. Or a, 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 <coughs> Snickers. Milky it's Way all, Snickers. It's all white. I got you. It's all vanilla. I got you. No, I, I, I can. Yeah, I can picture those. You're also chew now. Yeah, yeah, not a huge fan. It's making me hungry for candy. No, I mean it's not something I'd be like crazy about. But what about cowtails? You a cowtail fan? Cow- I believe cowtails are made in Baltimore. Oh shit! So how many times have you visited the factory? Six, seven? Zero. What? I guarantee you get free samples. You should go visit the factory. I don't I don't know if you can visit the factory. Ask for a tour. Cocktails are good. I like the the, uh, the goat's caramel creams. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but which is basically a cowtail sliced into bigger chunks. No, it, it's it's a uh, what do they call it? When you take a food and you like reimagine it. That's what it is. That I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like a ah, damn it, I can't think of the term I'm thinking of. You know what I'm talking about? Like when they serve you steak, but it's cotton candy looking. Deconstructed, I think deconstructed. That's what a that's what a what you what you call it? Gert Gates. Goats. It's that's what that is. O e t z e. Yeah, goats. I mean, they're made by the same company. Right. But the it looks like a cowtail deconstructed. Bullseyes is what they're called. God, oh, I yeah. eat like a billion of those. Yeah, those are really delicious. That that creamy part in the middle with the chewy caramel. Oh. oh. It's fucking delicious. It's like it takes me back to like when we would have uh, gushers in our lunch. Like you get that creamy center of the gusher. Mm. So yummy. What? I love gushers. I never had gushers. I think that was after my time for some reason. What? Man. Somebody else was talking about I mean, gushers and I was like, I don't know what a gusher tastes like. I've s I remember seeing them, but like they weren't gum, right? There was some. There's like a gusher gum. No, it was a fruit. Sna- it was a, it was a fruit snack. Yeah, I never had that. Here's how I know you did. <laughs> I have a very specific memory of one of the first times that you and I got to stay home alone when mom and dad both went out of town. So we were clearly like high school age, I guess, and something like that. And we got money for groceries. Like that's it was like a three day weekend. It was a huge deal. And so we went and I remember buying gushers specifically, Dude, along with like frozen pizza and probably soda and some other things. <laughs> and I'm certain you would have had one. No, it's not gu- I, it's a fruit snack. I've had fruit snacks. I never had gushers. I don't Here's think. the good news though, Todd, and everyone listening, not just you. Gushers are still sold. Everywhere. So I've heard they're not. I've heard they're different. What? I mean, I haven't bought them in when years, but I, I can't I typed imagine in they're different. Gushers. The first thing that came up was Gushers. Pornography. Weed. <laughs> oh, Jesus, no, that's not Gushers weed. Thankfully, <laughs> I don't know what okay, that good. means. But uh, <laughs> what is Gushers weed? I don't know. Like I mean, a brand I name of marijuana? I assume so. It's probably an edible for oh, yeah. uh, some Fair sort point. of THC delivery. Right. That makes sense. Uh, so fruit gushers, commonly known as gushers, are an American 
grapefruit candy snack in the shape of elongated hexagonal bipyramids. See, that's what they are now. Back in the day, they were just like a teardrop shape. Yeah, it's mostly sugar, let's be honest. But man, are they good. You should go check one out. That's good anymore. Your kids are going to love gelatin in them. Oh, I thought about that. 100% have gelatin in them. Are you checking the ingredients? All right, we're doing we're doing uh, a deep dive here. Sure, I'll do a deep, deep dive cuts. on gushers. Deep I know cuts people on love gushers. Gel- oh well, gelatin free. Oh, hey now, uh, grocery store to trip Target. tomorrow. Com. There you go. You can get a pack of six for only two twenty nine at your local Target. That seems reasonable. Or at least that's what they're telling me. That does not seem reasonable. I know. I was joking. <laughs> it's ridiculous. They have one uh, review, five stars. I mean, what else would you put? Are, is there a six-star oh, option? The person recommends the strawberry taste. Yeah, there you go. Oh, wait, sorry. Full circle. The tropical flavors are my favorite, though I do stay away from the packs that include the strawberry flavor. Excuse me. While the strawberry, strawberry taste is good, the texture of that particular flavor is oddly tough and too chewy, unlike other Gushers flavors. All right, this person. So if you like strawberry moron. candy, maybe stay away from the <laughs> Gushers. Or Sun Kisses, who left a review at Target.com one year ago, recommends you stay away from the strawberry flavor. Hmm. We should do a I show where we just read reviews of stupid shit on like Amazon or something. Read food reviews. <laughs> sure. I, I feel like we're halfway this through person, that show. What are you talking this about? This person 100% would recommend Fruit Gushers. Okay. Well, good. I have well, to say that that's the favorite. first time I've ever heard the term... What did I say it was? Uh, elongated hexagonal bipyramids. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell that means. It does look like a three-dimensional It, it means hexagon. two pyramids stuck together, but they're not... Yeah equal like a pyramid i think equal like a pyramid and it's also a hexagonal pyramid so instead of having it's, four it's sides it's definitely a hexagon triangle, it has six it has six yeah and the elongated sure. it's not it's not equilateral around the axis it's sort of stretched right. in one dimension it looks like right you're you're why for our next conversation perhaps for our next conversation <laughs> we're going to do a geometric proof all right get your pencils here we go oh my um God. did you like doing <laughs> proofs loved in it. high school Loved it. That was like the easiest math. I feel like. Oh, geometry was a walk in the park. I was too. I was. I was paying more attention to the gobstoppers I was eating during that class than to the, the actual class. No, I was on. eating gobstoppers. That was. You don't remember my famous gobstopper box collection? Do you remember that? I kept the tabs <laughs> from the gobstoppers. Gobstopper box. I mean, collection. no, I don't recall your. Let's your be honest. This, this was mid '90s, so it was pre-internet. But I had a very large collection of Gobstoppers tabs, of like trash. the tab you pull out of trash. Yes. Oh, you just saved the tab, so it wasn't the yeah. box; it was just the tab. Nah, it's just the tab. Did, did you think you could redeem those for something, or are you just saving them for posterity? I don't know. I, I had some reason. I was going to do an art project, I think. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like you. Yeah, you know me and my art projects. But no, I Wait, so I loved I loved you, geometry. You're a fan that of Gobstoppers. Best maths. That is like the shittiest candy in the world. Gobstoppers? Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why it happened. Here's why it happened. Conversation as well. I don't think we did. I think Gobstoppers. I'm certain we didn't have this conversation. 
But here is the the full. Since it's a podcast, it's a long long form. Here's the full story of how I got into Gobstoppers and my freshman year of high school. Because in eighth grade, a friend of mine got one of the gigantic everlasting Gobstoppers from the candy store in the mall that was literally like the size of a racquetball. And you just lick it and lick it, and your tongue would get sore, and you'd lose all your taste buds. But it was just like this endless stream of taste. No. Well, he probably had one, but it was actually a guy in band. I remember Dr. Harden did not like the fact that I was eating a gobstopper in band. She's like, it's going to mess up your armature. I don't know, whatever. Armature. What did said uh, gobstopper fan play? Not you, but the other person with the giant gobstopper. He was also also a trombone. His name was Chris. Chris with a K. Trombone. Chris Middleton? Not a woodwind. Brass, you know, brass sticks with brass. You know how it is. Anyway, um, so... Chris Middleton so, probably a little younger than you, so. Fair point. So I had become a huge fan of the Everlasting Gobstopper. Now I get to high school, sure. and they have the canteen, which good. is basically like vending machines, and they also sold like pizza and some stuff during lunch. But the vending machine, for fifty cents, you could get a box of Gobstoppers. Sometimes they had chewy Gobstoppers, but generally they just had regular Gobstoppers. Ooh, and so every day. I do like I know you're a fan of the Chewy. I know you are. I remember that. <laughs> Which is why when you first said Gobstopper's dumbest candy, I was like, motherfucker, we've had this conversation before, and you said how much you enjoy Chewy Gobstopper, so I don't want to hear it. I didn't but anyway. say how much. I said I like them. They're they're nowhere near the you top like of them. my candy list. If I put a box of gobs, Chewy Gobstoppers in front of you right I'll now, you them, would yeah. annihilate the entire thing. By the way. Oh, we've already talked about that, 27 other candies I would eat right now. I know. By the way, this is back in 1994. Gobstoppers were much bigger than they are today. So all you kids out there that go out at, after listening to this podcast and buy a box of Gobstoppers, back in the day, they were at least 35% bigger. I just want you all to know no, that. No, they weren't. Mark it down. You were 100%. 35% smaller. No, they were not any bigger. I, I actually was not 35% smaller. <laughs> I was about 15 pounds smaller in my freshman year of high school than I am right now. It's kind it's of 35% a 35% of your body anyway. weight, isn't it? 15 pounds? Yes. You were anyway. a good 60 pounds. My point is, um, so during lunch is when I would buy the gobstoppers, obviously, and then I had geometry for six period, which was the period right after lunch. And so that's why I associate eating gobstoppers with that geometry class, because I'd sit in the back, I'd have them in my backpack, and I'd just lean over and like tilt it over. And of course, gobstoppers uh-huh. in the cardboard packaging, making a lot of noise. Very noisy. But Miss Milligan, noisy. my teacher, I'm really? name dropping. Very noisy. Miss Milligan didn't care. Like, she liked me because I was a good uh, student. And I was kicking ass in geometry. So I, I had Milligan. We went to different high schools. So ha- wait, like how does this have yeah. to do? You, you, you promised this story would explain why you had the boxes in your room. I've yet to hear. Or the box tabs. No, I didn't. No, no, no. Yeah. I didn't exp- I didn't. I didn't claim that. I just said, yeah. here's how I got to the point where I became obsessed with them. So then... Every single day, I would buy a box of Gobstoppers, and like that was my thing. I always had Gobstoppers, and that lasted for several years, like to my junior year until I slowed down. So I would have had hundreds so, of those tabs. <laughs> yes. Did you buy at your school? Did they sell candy in boxes as a fundraiser? That's how many of the candies existed in our school. You said you bought it from a vending machine. I'm, I'm wondering if they also yes. had like. Latin club um, or... 
Wow, whatever the that's other. the nerdiest possible club you could have started <laughs> I with. I wasn't thinking, what's the other one? The boys, uh, there's some other, like, service club. We had, Key like, club. Leo Club, Key Club, all the different service ones, yeah. I feel like there's something... The only thing I remember um, is they would I mean, sell those life. candy bars. Yes. The big candy bars for a dollar, but I don't... Yes. We never sold, like, name brand necessarily name brand candies. Oh, you're talking about the sort of narrow wrapped in white foil sort of candy bars? Yes, yes. So at our school, ones. for certain clubs, you could sell candy, but they, we had like name Kit brand. Kat. Yeah, name brand Snickers. Now, <laughs> I think I might have told this story on the pod before. Man, we're getting old. Um, but when I, my, I was fundraising for Spanish Club or something and we had to sell candy... I bought, like, Spree, because I was like, I love Spree. Uh, nobody fucking wanted Spree. All they wanted was chocolate. So, like, it took me forever to sell my box of candy because nobody wanted to buy it. Um, but I think this the next time I got a box of Kit Kat and it sold in, like, <laughs> half a day. Because we were like, hey, you got Kit Kat? What do you got? What kind of, you got chocolate? And I'd be like, no, nah, I got Spree. They're like, oh, fuck that. It man. really was. Hang on. Was this. What What year was this for you? Like freshman year, sophomore year? Mm, this is probably junior year. Okay. Well, regardless, even if it was senior year, selling candy like that really was a good training ground for turning people into drug dealers. Because that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Is you'd be like, you'd go find the guy who's fiending for what something specific. <laughs> yeah, what you got? I got to, I got whatever you want, man. You want some Pop Rocks? You want some Spree? No, you don't want that dumb yeah. shit? All right. Well, guess what? I got Kit Kat. I got some Butterfinger. I got some Milky Ways. No, got some Snickers. I think, got some Three Musketeers. Kit Kat and Snickers were top sellers. That's what you wanted to Oh, sell. for sure. Well, <laughs> Snickers really satisfies a Kit Kat. As I clearly, as I found out, if you sold a <clears throat> sweet and sour candy, people only wanted chocolate. I bet you, though, nowadays, with the the increased popularity of Sour Patch Kids and other things, yeah, I bet yeah. those would sell a lot better. I bet that ratio would probably flip. Let me ask you. Hang on. No, I'm, I'm a little confused by this, though. So you were selling it for – you said Spanish Club. So or it, was it a matter of you just made your, your parents spend the 10 bucks on the box and then whatever proceeds you got, you gave it to the Spanish Club? No. Mm, that remember. sounds I strange. you bought it beforehand. I feel like they you told them what kind of candy you want, they gave you the box and then you had to turn in the money at the end. So if the box cost five dollars yeah. and the price the sellout price is twenty, you turned in Right. You paid twenty bucks. Maybe the club paid up front. I don't remember. Obviously I didn't I just gave them I had an envelope that I put the money in and just handed that over when I was right. done. I, I didn't t- I didn't take a commission. <laughs> I think I had to buy a couple boxes Shocking. of spree to get through that thing. <laughs> yeah, nobody, I was about to say I'm sure a couple quarters it. came out of your own pocket <laughs> just to get you up to that twenty dollar bill. It's funny I didn't um, really buy candy. Maybe it's because I was diabetic. I don't know. I never bought candy in school like that, or I don't recall it, doing that. But I assume you guys had like a, a canteen type place where you could buy yeah chips and candy and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. Well, and it's funny. I remember I, I was just talking to machines. I, th- I guess we had vending machines. I don't you, really had, remember. you must have had vending machines. A school that I mean, size. I'm I sure took my did. lunch every day. Yeah, we had vending machines. I'm pretty sure Tom would get like a Coke. I know there was like <laughs> so there was. <laughs> we also okay. had like a can. So we had. 
we had like the the lunch ah the high school memories yeah which I don't think anyone went to but then there was the canteen which was out it was basically the uh, concession stand for the stadium yeah that's what I and you could buy like I think oh frozen pizza chicken slices of pizza hot dogs yeah yeah but you could also get like candy and just like straight up terrible shit like completely unhealthy. I think the yeah. the cafeteria st- still sort of feigned healthy food. Sure. I don't, I, there are probably vending machines out there, but I feel like their vending machines were a lot rarer when we were in high school. I don't know. I don't, and that's I don't possible. I mean, that's vending machines. There was a three year difference between you and I, but definitely by the time I was in high school, like that was a thing. Every there but was I mean, a, it, a whole when we were in high school. Machines. Not to get too old man here, but like bottled water wasn't really a thing then. Oh no. You couldn't find people bottled water. It was soda. People didn't drink bottled water because it's... Yeah, dumb. they didn't sell it in the vending machine. At all. Like it wasn't even drink a from. You would just drink from the water fountain. Right. Or the sink. Like a dog. In the boys' room. Oof, I'm geez, just kidding. No, <laughs> I'm drinking out of the sink. Um, what was I going to ask about that? the boys' room? <laughs> no. <laughs> just hold your breath, run in there, and then get out without too much damage. Um... I was going to ask you something about the – oh, I know what I was going to say. In terms of this whole idea of fundraising, selling candy, do you think that would even work anymore? Like do people uh, – maybe it's – you know, obviously we're of a certain age, but maybe high school kids still carry cash and change and stuff like that. But I feel like so many people that I know that are of my age or a little younger do not carry cash anymore at all. They just have their debit card, credit card, whatever. Cash. Or That's you, perfect example. Um, you don't carry well, cash, you liar. I mean, you'd have, you'd probably like Venmo people or PayPal them. But that sound, that's ridiculous, right? If you're selling a candy bar for a dollar, that someone Venmos you a dollar. Why is that ridiculous? Thing? Or sends you Bitcoin or something? I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems silly to me that it would have to be all electronic. I mean, it wouldn't have to Are be. we that close to a cashless society that you can't give 75 cents to somebody? Maybe. For a I don't know. Cap? I don't know if high school kids carry cash. I know. That's what I'm saying. They probably buy, can- they probably buy candy at like 7-Eleven or whatever. Still. But I bet they that's pay for the, the more, debit card. The more cash society. I don't think most high school kids have a debit card, do they? Maybe they do. I don't know. Probably. Middle school Nowadays. kids probably don't. Middle school probably don't. You're right. Um, but no, I think – I mean think about it. If you're a high school kid, you don't necessarily add to your bank account, especially if you don't have a job or – you know. Did you say think about it? No. Like a Canadian? You were yawning. You heard something incorrectly. Um, but think about it. It's like <laughs> if you're a parent, a. you know, you can refill – you can say, hey, I'm going to give you 50 bucks a month or whatever it is. And if you spend it all in one day, which you would do, then so be it. If you make it last all 30 and have $35 left over, as I would do, then you have some savings. And it I'm teaches give my kid kids. 50 bucks a month to buy candy. Well, no, it's not to buy candy. It's to do whatever. You know, go out with friends on the weekend. Whatever. I made up the number. I'm just saying I feel like it's, it's easier to track, too, if you're a sure. parent. You're like, oh, because you're looking at the statements – like, oh, you spent $49 at, you know, the local tobacco shop or at Platinum Plus. I don't know. Like, you, you, you'd be able to pick up on these things. Jesus Christ. $8 cover charge. How'd, where'd you get the fake ID? You know, like, you'd, 
it's just another way to monitor kids, which I think parents are looking for down here. I don't know you're a parent. Seven jewels. Seven jewels? Yeah. Oh, like the e-cigarette. The e-cigarette thing. E-cigarette thing? I thought... Anne told me she gave me she told me a an amazing name for that for vaping, and I can't remember what it was. It was like okay. a douche vacuum or something. It was like the <laughs> greatest insult, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> so a more a moniker for someone who does it is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. someone who, who vapes. I think that that might have been it. I don't remember. It was, it was good. I mean, uh, it's not so much about? a vacuum, but... Uh, anyway. uh, yeah, I know. I don't know what we were talking about. We were talking... <laughs> oh, we were talking about a cashless society and kids and debit cards and all that sort of stuff. So now the question is, I mean, you're probably still a few years away, but ha- have you thought about how you're going to manage your daughter's quote-unquote finances when she gets to the age where she might need so, some money every now and again? I think I might have told this story on the pod, and I've definitely told you. Uh, we gave All right, stop saying it. Daughter... Just tell the story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you probably did, but we can tell it again. So, I may have so, said this. We know. You did. Yeah. So, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, the, the, the term for the vaping is called a douche flute. <laughs> oh, man. Not only is that funny, but the fact that you thought it was douche vacuum <laughs> is almost as funny. <laughs> Those are two very different things. <laughs> and I knew it didn't make sense because I was like, <laughs> the vape pen itself isn't sucking anything, anything in. It's the human that's sucking and then blowing things out as per a douche flute, which makes a lot more sense. I'm just continuing talking because Todd can't breathe right now. He's literally crying in his his home office there. So anyway, douche flute as a name for the... uh, For baby. That that could be the title of the episode, actually. Oh, God, yes. Put that down as a possibility. Douche flute. Got it. Okay. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, oh, so my older daughter at camp, they yes. have sort of a canteen where you can buy stuff. And we gave her like a dollar a week. Sure. Actually, when we, the first year, she was just sort of charging stuff to her account. She'd just buy. Uh, That's dangerous. <laughs> buy candy. Be like, yeah, put it on my tab. I don't remember exactly how they handled it, but she. <laughs> we how is that allowed? My God, it could be limitless. Well, well, so they, they did that, and we're like, no, she can't have any more candy. <laughs> like, cut her right. off, basically, because she's her buying off, yeah. it every day. Um. So then we gave her a dollar a week, which I think is what we're doing now. But, I like the first year at camp. She was caught uh, sneaking into other kids' backpacks, stealing money, (laughs) (laughs) which is not funny. It's terrible, but um, (laughs) no, that's very funny. So so she was doing. She was like five or six at at the time, Mm -hmm. and she was caught doing it with an eight-year-old. So our first thought was, our poor impressionable daughter has been influenced by this older child to steal money. To I can tell you right now, it's the flip. Yeah. Yes, so she was the mastermind behind this scheme and had convinced this older kid to help her look for money in other kids' backpacks. Which Classic. is really weird because my younger daughter, I could definitely see doing that. She's definitely more of a schemer. But the older right. one, I was pretty surprised. She's generally a rule follower, so just the Hoffman love of candy came through stronger than her moral compass and allowed her to 
steal money from other kids to try to. So did you buy give her candy. credit for her her enterprising spirit, or like no, a, what was the no. discipline situation there? No, she got in trouble. Uh, okay. She she had no more candy, I think, for the rest of the summer. It was closer to the end of the summer, so it wasn't like a huge deal, but right. She she was punished. I'm sure she got her tablet taken away for a while too. I don't really remember, but. So she does. She, she gets trouble. a dollar, a dollar a week. How far does that go? Yeah, she just you can buy one thing basically. Doesn't go. F- basically, we're like you can, you can buy one treat a week. You can buy it hmm. any day you want. We suggest waiting until the end of the week. But right, if you want to blow it on a Wednesday, that's fine. But I mean, is there is there a time? Like every day at camp, where it's like, all right, you can go go to the snack place. I think they can buy it at lunchtime. Oh, lunchtime. Okay. They can also. I see. You can buy it anytime as a parent, because whenever I pick them up, they say, well, "I want a uh, a ring pop," and I'm like, "No, I'm not spending a dollar on a ring pop. It doesn't cost oh. that much money." I thought you meant for yourself. I was like, so you're getting something every single day. Then. <laughs> yes, this is what I say to them when I pick up. Girls, I want I want to get a ring pop. <laughs> Hurry up. Here's a dollar. Go, go get daddy's ring pop. You know the drill. You don't get a ride home unless the ring pop is on the finger. Yeah. If you, if Hustle you up. Get, home, get me a, a strawberry yeah. flavored ring pop. It's either a free ride for a ring pop or you're walking six miles. Your choice. Um, well, that's interesting. We and I know that I know that she doesn't eat much, unless that's changed. She doesn't eat much in general. So I guess one treat a week is probably sufficient. Is she still I mean, not she, eating a lot of food? She'd eat as many treats as you would give her. They they can eat the shit out of some candy, but they have not been eating lunch base, basically at all. They're and you know this because they lunch. come home with the same lunch. Well, they bring their lunch lunches home and like they ate nothing. But then they, it's oh, my wife gets really pissed off because she spends the time to make the lunches, although I've been making the past couple of days. Um, and she's like, they don't eat anything. I'm like. Hey. Calm down. Who cares? Um, I mean, I put the same thing back in the lunch the next day, so I'm like, whatever. Um, yeah, of course. Depending on what it so is. So they yeah. basically ate nothing for lunch tonight. It uh, they had gymnastics, so we go out to dinner on Tuesday nights. And uh, my younger daughter and I, because her class in, ends a little earlier, go get a pizza. And yes. she ate three adult size, like full size pieces of pizza. Which is oh my the God. same amount. Actually, she ate two and three quarters, and I ate three slices plus her extra quarter. But she she ate a lot of pizza. There was a high school dude there that got two pieces of pizza. She ate more than he did. <laughs> like a six foot four like high school lacrosse player came in and right. got two slices of cheese. And, and uh, is that? Do you suspect that's because she didn't eat lunch? I think it's because she didn't eat lunch. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> she was also very grumpy because she did not take a nap. Mm. Me. The cheese is falling off. <laughs> I was like, I told you to calm down. Because they, they, I call ahead and order the pizza and say, hey, I'm doing a call in order, but I'm going to eat it there. I do the same thing every week. I'm like, can you guys get my order? I've been doing this right. like literally like eight to ten weeks in a row. It's Todd. You know what I'm yeah, getting. Yeah. I have to enter, like, you have to give them your phone number and, like, is this Todd? I'm like, yeah, I order the same fucking thing every week. How hard is this? <laughs> um, but they like it takes ten to twelve minutes to get from gymnastics to the pizza place, and they're like it'll be fifteen to twenty minutes. And so I get there, and it's usually like 
in the oven almost ready to come out so it's very hot when they pull it out yeah and it's one of those places where the cheese is like molten on top sure so it, it needs a couple minutes to cool off to the point where it's not like if you picked up a slice of pizza it'll just slide off into the middle Gotcha. But she's like, I want pizza. So I gave her some. And of course it slid off. The cheese is coming off. She's very upset with me. So <laughs> she was she was not in a good mood because she had not eaten. So she was hangry. She inherited that from her mother. Yes. And uh, also tired. So Bad combination. The no, they feed into good. each other for sure. So now you said you guys go out. Every Tuesday because of gymnastics. Is that the only day of the week? Do you not go out on like Friday and or Saturday? No, we go out other nights. Or, of the, we usually go out okay. on Friday nights. But like Tuesday Sometimes is the Saturday. standard because of the gymnastics interruption. Yeah, because it ends at like it's from like five thirty to six thirty. So by that point, yeah, if we were to come home and make dinner, especially in the summertime when they've been running around all day, they would it fall asleep and be very hangry. By the time we got home, so we generally, I take I the you. younger one, we get pizza, my wife takes the older one, they get Chick-fil-A. Although she, my wife has now told me she's tired of Chick-fil-A, she can't have it anymore. For at least. How is that a thing? I don't know. By the way, since you mentioned Chick-fil-A, my female coworker is right now uh, out on a blind date with someone she met on a dating app. And this particular app, it's called Grindr. Hinge. I can say what the app is named. Yeah, no, not Grinder. I think that's for. I think that's only gay dudes. The other white meat. Yeah. Um, on Hinge, and apparently on Hinge, you have to put like three interesting facts, or three like conversation starters. And she was showing myself another coworker. Does your date? This guy's pro. Upon those questions. Hiyo! Don't be stupid. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she was showing us his profile today, and. His first thing was, it says, my life's goal is to someday own Chick-fil-A and keep it open on Sundays. And I was like, this guy's not for you. Like, that alone is just... He's not for that's humanity. A, like, that's his first thing? That's the first thing you want to know about this guy? Or he wants you to know about him? Um, he's a fucking so, moron. anyway. That he's a fucking moron, yeah. But, I mean, let's be honest. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. So did they go to Chick-fil-A? But, I don't love Chick-fil-A. They denied. So apparently, so let, let's 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 divert for a moment here, as we've been doing for fifty full minutes. Um, apparently, the the new thing now, when you meet someone on a dating app, as she explained it to me, and I want to get your thoughts on this, because I was uh-huh. like, well, do you just like, don't you normally just go out to dinner? Like he'll say, let's go meet here, have some dinner and some drinks. She's like, no, you never go out Coffee to eat talk. on a first date. If you're meeting someone from an app. And I was like, why is that? She said, you just do drinks because that way it's less of a time commitment if you immediately realize that it's not going to work out. So, I mean, it does make sense. But I was like, you know, I told her, I was like, every first date I've ever had was a meal, like was dinner. That's how every first date was. She was like, yeah, but they weren't blind dates, which is true. I did go on one blind date in my life, but it was a blind double date. But that that was a meal. Um, no, two people but at once. I did. I I focused on one for five minutes and then twisted, twisted and looked at the other one. <laughs> you you ran out of the room, changed your clothes, went to visited the other. That's one. right. Brushed my hair to the other side. Um, yeah, it was crazy sitcom fashion. I gotta go to the bathroom again. Sorry, lady. Um, 
But no, I just, I mean, so you think that makes sense to do the drinks? Yeah, it makes sense to me. You, Only. You, you want more of a commitment? You want a full meal? Well, see, that that's the other thing she said. She was like, apparently, societally, guys feel like they've been taken advantage of the past few years because women would say, yeah, let's do dinner. And then they're, they end up buying someone, you know, a relatively nice dinner and then it gotcha. doesn't work out. But it's like, that's the price you yeah. pay. Yeah, it's price of admission. Chivalry is dead. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I could see where it would be nice to ditch somebody after like thirty minutes. Although, like, what's the minimum time you can hang out with somebody if you're just having drinks? Well, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, how long does it take you to eat dinner? That's like an hour, maybe. I get the price thing. I, I would like, think at least, yeah, hour minimum. But I think with drinks, if it's Maybe like I've... really not a connection, it could be 15 minutes and you're you're 5,000. You're out of there. You just see the person, you're like, nah. Right. Check, please. <laughs> well, and I think everyone should give them a chance after that first physical impression. But yeah, if it doesn't get, I mean, if it's like... all downhill from there, like you're like, all right, I really need yeah. to get out of here. Then maybe the if 15 like, minutes I want to own a Chick-fil-A and open it on Sundays. You're like, all right. <laughs> Uh, where's my straw? <laughs> Suck this drink down and get yeah. the fuck out of here. Can I get this to go, please? Uh, it's an open <laughs> container. I, a, I, I don't yeah, care. Can, can I, I get this in a, a cup with a lid or just throw it yeah. away and let me leave? Put it in a paper bag or yeah, throw it over my shoulder, whatever. <laughs> so. <laughs> Done. But, uh, but anyway. Uh, but Interesting. So are there alternatives? Yeah. Like, could you do coffee? I think so, and I think she's. I, I think she's had a, a, a coffee inv- invite before, like on a Saturday morning kind of thing, like it's you know ten thirty coffee meeting. Um, but it's interesting because we we I, first date. Well, but it's just a you know morning. I know you're break the ice, sealing each other up. I mean out. Right, up out in whatever. Well, it depends on how good the coffee is. I mean the conversation. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no, I think it's, you know, it's, again, if it, if it works out, then it moves on to something else, you know, and you continue the, the text conversation, which is of course how it starts, you know, you, you like the person or whatever, swipe right, I don't know. And suddenly you have their number and then you can start texting one another, set something up. And I think the deal with hinge, if, as I recall, and she'll kill me for talking about this and also for having all my facts incorrect. But I think the deal with Hinge is that the we difference is the girls. That, yeah, that's true. I should give her full name and social security number. Um, but the girls have to initiate the conversation. So it's I like, lot, I, you know, normally Bumble works that way, too. Oh, really? From what I've heard. I have no idea. I've never been on a dating Obviously, app, neither so one of us have any idea. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But what I was going to say is. The good news is it must be going well because right before I called you, I texted her. I told her I was, she was meeting at 8 o'clock. I said, 8.30, I'll text you like a fake emergency. And she never even replied. So it must be going well. Oh. I mean, she's not looking at her phone. Yeah. Or I said, my be. baby's on fire. And she didn't reply. <laughs> so, my baby's on fire. <laughs> I guess Sounds that's like a good, a good like Elvis Presley song. My baby's on fire. My baby's on fire. Anyway. Um, a hunk, a hunk of burning love. Let's hear more. What, do you, what else you got there? I don't know any more lyrics. Uh, yeah, any more lyrics. Love me tender. Love me do. That's all I Isn't got. it love me true? Or I love, don't know. It is, 
I'm not good with the lyrics. I can sing the melody, but I don't know the words. Oh, so that runs in the family. That's good to know. I thought it was just me. The whole lyrics I was like, thing. why do I need to learn the words? I like reading the yeah. lyrics. I just don't ever remember them. I'm a huge fan of reading lyrics, especially in songs where I literally can't understand them. Like I was listening sure. to Orchid a few weeks ago. And I was like, I want to figure out what this song's all about. And I read the lyrics. I was like, I still don't know what Curious this song's all about. To what but the fuck that word is. I at least knew what the words were. <laughs> yeah, I got to look this up. Oh, it's French. That's probably why I don't understand what he's saying. Thanks, Jeff. Um, Jeff didn't write anyway. the lyrics. Or no, Jason. Jason, not Jeff. I wasn't. I didn't mean Jeff Cellini. I meant Garlock. Oh, the other matter. Jeff. No one knows what the hell we're talking about. I think the other Jeff um, played bass. Well, a few people do. Yeah, the other Jeff. Yeah, those lyrics are... I don't know. I don't read enough to understand Dudes. Orchid lyrics. Or Panthers uh, lyrics. I think they're matter. based on French philosophers. Many of them. Like I said. Yes, you're correct. That's 100% correct. Right. Um, Check out so, the late 90s, early 2000s screamo band Orchid. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Chaos is me. Yes. Chaos is me is my personal favorite. Um, I came across. I did a repress instantly, recently with the silver foil ink on the outside that I was really? going to buy, but then I forgot about it. So was it distributed by Evolution? Around, I will try to... Yes. But Evolution? Evolution now is basically a wholesale. Evolution, wholesaler. yes. Is a wholesaler, so you have to spend $50, which now is not that much, but. I think the record's wholesale are like maybe 10, 12. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. That might have been more. Off to the internet we go. Um, But anyway, as it relates to Orchid, I recently found... Would you stop singing all this? Please, dear Lord. (laughs) I recently found an article. I think it was a Rolling Stone article. I was was looking for Hmm. emo bands, right? I was in an emo mood. This is a couple weeks ago. And I found this article that said top 40 emo... Top 40 emo records of all time. A couple things to note. First of all, Orchid was in there. I don't think it was Chaos as Me, though. I can't remember what, which record it was, but so it was 10, uh, they were in $10 there as one of the top emo records. from Abolition. $10, okay. For the nice. Silver Foil 20th um, Anniversary Edition. We'll get it right now, since you're thinking about it. Well, I have to spend 50 bucks. I have to no? find some other shit to buy. We'll find some other shit to buy. That shouldn't be that hard. Don't they have minor threat repressings and things of that sort? No, I don't Old think Fugazi? they sell Discord. They only sell things. I mean, they're the, from Heart Attack, which is also run by Kent McClard, who sort of founded Abolition. They would only review things that did not have a UPC symbol on them. Uh, classic DIY. Um, yes. Anyway, so Orchid was on the list, but I want to get your opinion on something, and we can dive sure, deeper into sure. this list maybe next week. This is the from number two Rolling record. Stone. I think it was uh-huh. Rolling Stone. Just look up top forty emo records of all time, top and it'll come 40. up as one of the links. Yeah, it was a, it was a forty list. The number two record was Rites of Spring, which several members went on Sounds to right. form Fugazi. Just and one, I think. Okay, just one. But I listened to it and I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, first of all, I wasn't really it's, a huge fan of it. Sort of the but... prototypical. Oh, nice Indian summers on here. Um, prototypical. Oh boy. Um, Stop looking at the list. 
Finish your thought. I am looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm down with that. So, are you, were multiple orchid things on here, or just the one? I think it was just the one. And I don't recall which number it was, but there are number thirty-six. It was okay. the gatefold album or the second album. Right there, you second go. Second full album. Yeah. Um, but no, so I I found it's this list because they have a pretty wide. It's very array wide of what I would consider emo because they. So the top four, spoiler alert, look up the album and skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. Number one was Sunny Day Real Estate Diary. Sunny Day Real Estate. Sort, yep. Sunny Day Real Estate was the first band I heard of as, as emo, um, back when emo wasn't really a term. And that came out right. in 94. I think I heard about them like around 92, so it was a different album. But Rights of Spring album came out in 85, so... Yeah, very different era. I mean, that's a pretty big jump. Completely different style of emo, I'd say, from Rights of Spring to oh, yeah. Real Estate. And, then and they admit that in three, the little write-up, they do. Pro- the number three album is Promise Ring, Nothing Feels Good, which is their second LP. Right. Excellent album. Very pop. Today. Very poppy. Spe- like, even compared to like the Sunny Day Real Estate, I think it's pretty poppy. Then Jawbreaker, Braid, American Football. It's a little oversell in the American football in my opinion uh Cap'n Jazz Jimmy Eat World Fall Out Boy like Fall Out Boy get the fuck out of here with that shit I agree Jimmy Eat World actually has two albums like in the top 15 the one you just read and then if you go a few higher they're in there again um but yeah anyway before we get before you go way too deep on a tangent I can see you want to talk about every album on <laughs> Sorry, here right now and they but... also have Weezer in here I would not put any Weezer album in the emo. I agree an emo I agree. They're pop. They're popping. Um, so, but, so I found my point was yes. they're there's they're all over the place. There's like pop punk, what I would consider more like emo or sort of like uh, kind of get up kids, Chicago braid and, that kind of pop. emo. Yeah. And then more like the DC. Like there's Dag Nasty in here. Um, Drive like Jay, who's not from. DC, but they have sort of that similar like right. DC sound, so it's it's kind of sure. all over the fucking place with this thing. Yeah, there's a My Chemical Romance album in there, I think. But the, my point was, so I found this list this was a few weeks ago, and I said I'm going to start at 40 and listen to all of it. And today I finally got through Rights of Spring and got to Sunday Your Listing, so I made it all the way through the list. Now, there's one or two albums on there that I won't name who they are that I got like two or three songs into it and I was like I'm not listening to the rest of this this is just not not my cup of tea and obviously there are several on there that I was like I know I'm gonna like this the break you know frame and canvas like you said is number five or whatever that's a great album so I listened Rain to all the reason just... now look again in my mind is their worst album and everyone thinks it's great I don't understand why I some what I I hadn't that. listened to that that much because I spent so much time on lots of their other albums um but it was it was okay. I agree. It's not definitely not my favorite random re album for sure. Um, so wait, what albums did you could you not listen to? Why are you not gonna? I just, well, I don't want to call them out. I mean, this is a nationwide yeah, pod. Curious. I don't want to knock them down. Well, I don't have the list in nah, front of me. Uh, I'm gonna guess you did not like Owls because they're Kinsella like. I think After that was definitely like yeah, that was definitely one of them. That's like Cap and Jazz members, but 
way weirder, like more of the Joan of Arc sort of variety. Right. Um, I think Owls was one of them, you're right. Paramore? Uh, That seems terrible. Again, Paramore shouldn't have made the list, but it did bring back memories. That was like mid-2000s. I was like, all right, I remember this. This is a good time. I I have no idea about any of these other ones. I mean, I've heard most of these... Not not some of the later ones, but what? Tell me yeah, who else. Yeah, it's it's an interesting like. list. I don't know. I'd have to pull it up. Let me pull My it up. Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance may have been one of the other ones. I, it's a very unique sounding band, but it's just not. Or that maybe that Jawbreaker album that does not it. That's their album where everyone was like, "Oh, this band sold out. Sounds different because." Uh, the singers changed his voice because he was having like polyps on his vocal cords from his sort of guttural vocal styling right. on his earlier earlier of the stuff. Past. Tom yeah. claims that's their best album, which I've heard. I I haven't listened to it enough to have a super strong opinion, honestly. I definitely listened to all of that. Now while I'm looking this up because my computer's slowish right now. Um, you mentioned American football. I wanted to get your thoughts on that because the first track on that song is like considered the quintessential emo song of all time. Like people go to that house that's on the album. They also shot the video there. Like it's crazy how much respect that song is. And it's a very catchy song. I like it as a song. But the rest of the album, I'm like, eh. And they're going on tour now and people are going fucking bananas about American football being yeah, back on yeah. tour. What it's are your thoughts on yeah, American I'm, football? I don't, I, I, So this album came out in 99, so it was a little like after my sort of peak emo time. I kind of missed it when it happened, listened to it a little later. I don't know, it's fine. It it kind of like, of the emotional part of emo, like it it didn't resonate with me as much. It has Hmm. the sound, but just something about like the heart of it was never there for me. I don't know. Right. It's, it's less driving, that's for sure. It's it's yeah, softer. Yeah, it's more kind of noodly. Yeah. Again, I, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know the name of that first track. I love that first track. I think it is a really, really good song. It's a nice, soft love song, and the video really does make you yearn for days of yore. But beyond that, none of the tracks like really stood out to me. But I, I have a friend who lives in D.C. and he saw them because they're on tour right now. Yeah, and, I, saw I mean, were, he was talking I about how about like going, and I was like, eh, I it was care. it was like a resurrection, like Jesus Christ was coming back, like he, that's I mean that's the kind of reverence he had for American football. I'm like, I just I don't I don't get it. I don't know. I will say that their uh, their graphic style is pretty nice. Like they do a good job of maintaining. Excuse me, the you graphics say <clears throat> of their stuff. The <laughs> uh, first song. That album. I wish I could remember the name off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, all right, so I got the list pulled up here. No one cares. So, hang on, where's my page down? So definitely the used, I could not listen to at all. Like, I don't get the used. It's number 40. It was the highest one. Like, I don't understand what people see in that band, in that music. that band. Not my thing. Cover makes me think uh, that I would hate it. But. I think Coheed and Cambria was probably one I didn't listen to all the way through either, just because a lot of their songs are like nine minutes long. And again, I think that guitarist is really good. I think I think they have, their song structure is 
top shelf, but it's just, I don't know, it's just not my thing necessarily. Um, by the way, honorable mention to Algernon Cadwallader, which is a band that you turned me on to on this podcast not that long ago. That was pretty good to listen the, uh, to. The Cap and Jazz cover band. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, I when I saw them, it says introduced his band in a 2008 interview by saying we sound like Cap and Jazz, and it could be on. a lost Cap and Jazz album to me. Like they sound pretty much exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, maybe the music's a little bit different, but it's very similar. <clears throat> sincerest form of flattery as they say um, you mentioned the owls I think you're right about that I don't remember exactly oh my god my computer's killing me it's so slow uh, let's see yeah Raina Maria dashboard professional cursive was good I don't have a lot of experience with cursive yeah. but I definitely enjoyed that I, w- I wouldn't have thought you were a cursive fan Again, I don't consider myself one, but I I enjoyed that album. Um, I think Embrace was another one I couldn't necessarily listen to. It was sure. that uh, again that DC a little slow, hardcore, whatever. Um, Taking Back Sunday, I've always enjoyed them. Get Up Kids. I actually don't think Four Minute Mile is the Get Up Kids best album, but maybe I'm standing alone on that one. That's uh, the only album I know of theirs. The one after that, yep. whose name escapes me, I think is far superior. You should give it a listen. Uh, let's see. Probably not going to. Brand New was a band that I was surprised to see on there, but I listened to it. It was fine. Saves a Day Through Being Cool. Good choice there. Mineral was good. I wasn't expecting to like Mineral, but I did. Uh, oh. So I don't know where you were, but they played a house show at. Uh, they are also on like a 25-year reunion tour. Oh yeah. They played a house show in Clemson, surprisingly. Really. It must have been on a good tour stop. It was fucking amazing. Did they play uh, at the where all those WSBF shows were? Or no? Uh, it was at somebody's house. Like, but it's like I a duplex. Who. Mm, I don't think so. No. All right. This was That's like off of whatever that. Man, ugh, fuck, I don't remember any of the roads, so it doesn't matter. You're not. It's um, twenty plus but, years ago. You're not gonna remember. <laughs> yeah. The uh, just sort so like mineral does that like quiet loud thing, and yeah. so seeing him in the house show, I mean, there's probably like fifteen or twenty people there. I think they actually played with Sarge. Wow. That was a different show. Anyway, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, an amazing show. Uh, both of those bands in Clemson seems nuts, but they both played at the same house. I think it might have been the same show. Anyway, so not That's a lot insane. of people there because yeah. they're in Clemson in 97, 98. I don't know. Yeah. Not, a lot not exactly a scene. Yeah. Into the scene. Uh, and just sort of like the quiet loud, like it, they were basically like whispering. I think they had a PA, but they could have been just talking and then like the sort of red explosion of sound was it was it was awesome like it you could viscerally feel the sort of like dynamics of the sound in that space so right it came across better than i think it probably could as a recording even but yeah i, I got you 
so they so part of the thing was like they had this reunion show and i was like oh maybe i should go because i really like that album that show was amazing uh but then i was like they're playing like clubs now there's no way it's going to be better than that like i i have a fond memory of that show however fuzzy it is in my mind like there's no way this reunion show is going to be better plus they made like three albums after that that i've never fucking listened to so right you wouldn't know any of the songs I, yeah, no, like, I, oh, yeah. I mean, I could certainly listen to it now, but it, it kind of seems like it defeats the point. At this, I, I have that thought with a lot of experiences in, in general, but with music as well. Is it's like if I have that one like awesome experience, I'm just like, why would I ever go see him again? I'm afraid it's going to rewrite the experience that I already have and the memory that I have. Like I saw Propagandi in Atlanta at the Masquerade. Now. Propaganda has probably put out seven records since I saw them because this was like 2000 or whatever. But, and so it would be cool to see them again. But it's like that show was so insane because it was the first non Canada tour they'd like ever done, especially all the way oh, down nice. to Atlanta. And so it just sticks out in my mind. I'm like, and I remember I had an exam the next day and I drove from Clemson to Atlanta by myself <laughs> to see the show and then drove back, stayed oh, really? up all night studying. Like it was just crazy. It was. The whole thing was insane. I should not have gone. And I know that. But I'm so glad that I did because I'll never forget that show. It was nuts. And um, That's funny. That made me think um, I went with Tom and Jeff to see Braid in Atlanta from Columbia one night. Oh, wow. <laughs> and we, I had to go to work the next day because it was like summertime. I was going to my summer job and I was so fucking tired the next day. Like your architecture internship or whatever? Yeah, it was. I mean, it's a good three and a half hours to Atlanta probably from Columbia. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, you're I'm not sure sleeping at all. the show ended at like one in the morning or something. I thought <laughs> I was so tired. Was it Masquerade? No, they. Uh, I think it was at Under the Couch, which was a... Okay. Venue on the campus of Georgia Tech. Yep. I remember under the couch. I think I went there one time. Yeah. Those were. Uh, it, was, it was an awesome show, but not a great idea to drive from Columbia to Atlanta. Those were different times back then. We were far younger. It's interesting. Obviously. I feel like Charlotte probably has a decent scene now, but I don't think they did at the time. Definitely not. Like, I, I mean, feel like obviously... bands play Charlotte. Charlotte's become. A much bigger city in the past oh, for sure. 20 years. I mean, I, I mean, I know they obviously, grown, but it feels like a more of a cosmopolitan would have a scene. Whatever. No, a I, I think it does. I think you're probably right. You're probably right about <clears throat> I that. I feel like Raleigh, Durham was a bigger sort of music scene, or Chapel Hill. I think they're near each other. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck yes, anything they're is. They're about Australia. ten miles apart. Yeah. Um. But I feel like bands would play there more than Charlotte, maybe. And now I don't know that that's necessarily the case. Yeah, I think you're right. Not that those two places right. are right next to each other, but. And I don't um, know where Columbia fits it... into that whole puzzle piece either. But Columbia in terms of having seems a scene... to get some shows. I mean, I think New Brooklyn Tavern still exists. Oddly oh, it, it's definitely still kicking. Yeah. And it's, it's just that, that whole Vista buildup. That that venue's been around for probably 20 plus years well again i think it's because when it was when it first opened in west columbia like there was nothing between or there is very little between it and columbia but now the vista is a two mile stretch of 
True. restaurants and stuff to do. So and I think that has actually it's helped close-ish it. ish to campus, so to the University yeah. of South Carolina campus. Right. And Rockefellers isn't there anymore. Like it's I mean New Brooklyn Tavern is there, kind but... of the only venue of its kind. I know it hasn't been there for a long time, but New Brooklyn Tavern is kind of the only venue of its kind for that sort of music, if you will. So as far as we know. I don't know. As far as we know, no neither one all. of us has been. Well, maybe there's vets he's been all. to Columbia recently, but oh yeah, that's all. I saw somebody posted a picture of self, a self show at Vets All. Was it self? Never mind. I'm not going to finish that story. I saw someone randomly posted a picture of a Vets Hall show. I think it was on the Rockefellers reunion Facebook page, and uh, no, not like, on oh the Columbia God. Salad Days or whatever. What's that? Follow that page. There's something Columbia Punk Rock Salad Days or something. Yeah, that was probably it. There's that one. There's also a Rockefellers page on Facebook. Oh, I don't. And it was it was a video is what it was. But it was a Vets Hall. It was a video from a Vets Hall show. Can't remember who it was, but anyway. All right. Um, Yeah, you were starting to say it. I'll say it. Let's call it a pod there. Next week, (laughs) I heard rumor that you'll be in Ocean Isle. Yes. It's not a rumor. It's true. Okay. Well, I just heard it yesterday, I should say. Now, obviously, who the hell else would know that information? Yes, from our father. Um, um, yeah. Oh, shit. We, oh, was it the hot water music thing? They're, that's what it was. It was hot water music, music 100%. That's what it was. Yes. Are you in the video? No, but I thought I was like, I, I mean, I don't think so. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I thought that I was like, I'm going to watch this and see if I know anybody. But obviously it's pretty grainy. It's from the late 90s or even 1999. Well. I know that I saw them, but I think I only saw them at 2758. I don't know that I ever saw them, but that's all. But it was cool to watch. I, I was like, damn. I, ever saw that. I feel like they played in Columbia quite a bit. I mean, they're from Florida. They're from Florida, so it's not that big of a stretch, yeah. I feel like they never... P- I had already moved out of the state, so I feel like when they did play in Columbia, it was always a time that I wasn't there. Right. That's possible. But I know I, the only mem- memory I have of seeing them was at 2758. And it was one of the few shows where they opened up both sides of 2758 to fit in all the people. That and Braid are the two shows where they did that. And I was like, damn. This is big time. If they're opening up the center line, the center wall, to fit in more people. Must be a massive show. Here's my three canned goods and my dollar. Thanks. Um, <laughs> love that place. Anyway, um, so you'll be at OIB next week. Now, there is precedence of us doing a show, I believe, from your car is where you last recorded time last time. The car, yeah. Yeah, so uh, fear not. Try that again. Ladies and germs. Don't forget to take whatever equipment you need in order to do that. Last time I did it on my phone. Well, if you need to practice, I'll do t- that I'll as well. I have my computer, so that's fine. I can. Yeah, figure it out. Um, so that time of year if I can get for OIB, which means Wimbledon's right around the corner. So a very exciting time in the world it's sports. It's a fortnight of tennis coming up Indeed. at Cinder Court. Yeah, whatever Todd said. Who's good in tennis? I don't watch tennis anymore. Who's good? Is Serena. that what you said? Serena's still good. Serena's still in the game. Yeah, she's still around. What's uh, what about men's Federer? Is he still around? Federer's still around. He he tried to retire, but they pulled him back in. Isn't that his name? Djokovic. Djokovic is still he's in. Grass guy. Are you really are you really looking up top ranked tennis players right now? Why don't you just watch Wimbledon? 
and then we can talk about it on next week's pod. Uh, I cannot okay. believe you're looking up tennis players right now. <laughs> I want to see. I mean, it's going to be those happen. couple of guys. Yeah, I, know. I just Nadal is still around, and then a bunch of dudes you don't know. I'm assuming since you don't follow well, tennis. Yeah, those are the people I want. The people I don't know. So that exactly. the sports book has Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal, who I do know. So thanks a lot, okay. tennis. Not surprised me with any of these fuckers. I need some Michael Except Chang for Joke- up in this shit. Wow. Michael Chang's like 50. <laughs> he ain't playing a win. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't mean him specifically. A, a out, an American an outlier hopeful. to come through to win, yeah. I, got I think you. he won okay. the French, but whatever. You he did win mean. the French. Yes, he never won Wimbledon. Too short. Hell of a tennis player, though. Hall of Famer. I don't think it had anything to do with his height. The reason he didn't win Wimbledon, I think his game was... I think it didn't help. No, well, no, at Wimbledon, height helps a lot because it's a very fast surface. That's why he won the French, which is clay, because he could run around very and knock the ball surface. back. <laughs> don't make me go deep cut on you on men's tennis from no, 1992. No, no, no. That's not... It, height it helps somewhat, but it's... If you, it helps with your serve. Around, he can scramble all over the place. He, yeah, I don't think he was ever a power right. server. It's, I mean, no, Wimbledon because he's short. That's my point. Play. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Uh, are you piecing this together? How I'm right? Think about the Wimbledon champions: Lendl, Becker, the Australian Philippousis, guys that can slam the ball. Sampras, multi-time winner. All right, Federer is the exception, but still, the point is it helps to have a big what booming about, serve. Uh, Chang did not have that. What about Becker? He wasn't tall. He was. Yes, he was. He was like 6'3". Boris Becker? Oh, my God. I can't believe you're looking up Boris Becker's height. He was a big, monstrous German dude. For sure. Look it up. What does Wikipedia say Boris Becker's height is? Trying to find his height. Who was the other guy that he played his sort of rival? Uh, Stefan... Uh, 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 What's his last name? Berg? No. Edberg, Stefan Edberg. It says he's 6'3". Yeah. So 6'3", it's tallish. Because <clears throat> I think Stefan Edberg... Would you just Edberg admit that you're wrong? <laughs> Edberg was short. He didn't yeah. win multiple Wimbledons. He may have won one. Because right around that same time was when Agassi was starting to get good, and then Sampras came in and won like no, seven Edberg in a row. Edberg was 6'2". God damn it. Well, I felt like he and the he and Becker were sort of rivals. Lendl they kind of were. I guess that's a, around, around the height you need to be there. Are, are you done? What about being the proven what about idiot? the ginger? How tall was he? Was he? What's his name? The ginger. The American ginger. Andy. Oh, the American. Oh, Jim Courier. Jim Courier was was definitely north of six. He's probably taller than Becker. You're just making your argument worse and worse with every move you're trying to make here. I'm just curious. Oh, he's six one, so you got to be at least six feet apparently. Right, and Chang was like five six, so you see my point. I don't, I don't see your point. I don't know what you're talking about. Agassi's only five eleven, but I don't think he won Wimbledon a lot. He was an exception. No, he was a U.S. Open guy again. Hard court, more rallies. That's why Nadal has won the French like nine the last eleven years because he's not that tall either, and he's a good returner. Have we pieced this together in your mind? What are you looking at now? I want to see him if he won Wimbledon. Agassi. 
I think he did win once, but he was his yeah, he his greater once. success was on the hard two. There you go. Yeah, he won the Australian four times, French once, another hard court, clay court, hard court. Yes. Okay. As they say in that sport, game, set, match, me on this argument. Um, all right. So we're going to call it a pod there. I love that we end up with a little tennis talk. Michael Amazing. Chang is 5'9", so he's not that short. He's 5'9"? All right, but still, that's a 3-4 inch disadvantage compared to those other monsters we were talking about. Becker, Lendl. Dude, dude was thick, though. Jim Curia. Oh, Chang had some... Incredible upper leg situation happening. Jesus, his quads and his and his thighs were like amazing. Same as his waist. Like he was wearing an extra large shorts, and it didn't matter. Like his thighs were still like (laughs) kept those shorts tight. Seriously, in his Wikipedia photo, it looks like his thighs are gonna rip his shorts in half, and they're not like they were incredible. They're like ninety-two. Like he's forty. There's no doubt about it. Close to fifty. Okay, like I said, almost fifty. Yeah, no, that was that was his. Yeah, that's what I remember most about Michael Chang. His legs were ripped. Man, he was like a skier in that way. Yeah, prize money, nineteen million dollars total. That'll pay a few bills. He was a ranked player. I mean, ranked tennis player. And think about it: if he was, if he had the same success now, that nineteen million would be like forty or fifty million. Oh God, yeah. So his purses have Agassi's gone up. Prize money was thirty-one million. So. Yeah, but endorsements. Probably triple that. Yeah, Agassi obviously had a ton more endorsements. Yeah, of course. Chang probably got some endorsements from this. Oh, he definitely did. French, though. Probably had some, probably rocking some Pumas or something, I would imagine. Probably uh, had a racket endorsement. Oh, I think he was a Reebok guy based on this photo. Oh, he, that's oh, right. He had some pumps. Nice. That's right, he like had the pumps. Pump. With the tennis ball instead of the basketball. I remember that. If I actually played tennis competitively, I probably would have gotten a pair. Man, actually, I was those a pump, shits man. would sell right now. All right, are we done talking about tennis? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> okay, thebrowpod.threadless.com. Go buy some merch. Um, you're already listening to us, so as Todd likes to say, so you know how to find us. Uh, check out our Facebook page. Go to iTunes, rate, review, write some comments. All positive, obviously. I mean, what else would you do? Um, And thanks for joining us on The Salad Show, the first ever, where we talked about food and ended with tennis. I would not have bet any amount of money that that would have happened on tonight's pod. But you never know where we're going to go. I recommend us. This show was completely unscripted. If you, I mean, you probably wouldn't be able to tell that because of the bang, bang, quick fire sort of. Of course. Uh, the tete-a-tete. Yeah, that stuff. You can buy a pair of uh, Michael Chang pumps for $300. That's a steal. On, on StockX. 100% authentic. I, I think you should invest. That sounds like a winning combination. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So thanks for joining us. Todd that's is right. That's a re-release. We, we had a script for tonight's show. We didn't pay any attention to it and went completely off book, and you see what you got. Gold. Better. Podcast gold. That's for sure. Anyway, all right. So next week, Todd will be at the beach, but we will still be recording a pod. So uh, we're all pretty excited about that. And by the time you listen to this, it's a good time to know, if you didn't already know, that Thursday, July 4th, Stranger Things Season 3 hitting Netflix. Oh, yeah, nice. 
So I'm telling you that now because you'll hear this a few days before that, but we'll talk about it on next week's pod and do some more pumping up of it. And then the week after, we'll actually talk about it. I assume you'll watch it by then. So we'll see. Anyway. All right. The episode so 10? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, maybe what? I'll have watched the whole thing. We'll see. Well, maybe not. Whatever. We'll see. We'll talk about it at some point right. down the road. Oh, my God. We'll give our review. Let's wrap this thing. All right. Midnight on the East Coast. 10 o'clock here in Mountain Time. Thanks for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace. See ya.